magic lamp. Wonder what happens when I rub it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads. You could have just wished for bus rapid transit and gotten all these things with one wish. Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about bus rapid transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit. The only way to bag a classy lady is to... Give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Hammer's over there. Guy Relford is a Second Amendment attorney, licensed firearms instructor, host of the Gun Guys show here on 93 WIBC. Guy, how are you? I'm great, man, and thanks as always to our sponsor, Fort Liberty Firearms in Avon, 8401 East Highway 36 in Avon. Great place to buy firearms, ammunition, and accessories. Check out my buddies at the fort at fortlibertyfirearms.com. Let's start off by talking about this uh, this Democratic senator, this gun grabber, Chris Murphy, oh, yeah. out of Connecticut. And there's a guy we've mentioned on this show during this segment before, because he's the one that came out and said, after this latest piece of uh, gun control legislation passed, he's the one that said, this isn't it. This oh, is yeah. just the beginning. This is this just the the stepping stone to more gun control legislation. Came right out and admitted it. Sure. So he uh, recently quoted, I think it was over the weekend talk shows, those, uh, those political talk shows, quote, the Senate needs to have a conversation about funding law enforcement outfits that balk at implementing gun laws in Second Amendment sanctuaries. So he wants to cut funding to police for cities that are Second Amendment. Have you ever heard that before? Second Amendment sanctuaries? Oh, yeah. Does this resonate with you at all? Does this make uh, sense? What's he talking about? A hundred percent. And what this uh, arose out of, Nige, is that uh, uh, one of the recent uh, elections in Virginia, where in in a year, uh, Virginians didn't show up uh, to the polls, and, and they ended up with a Democrat governor and, and a Democrat uh, House and a Democrat Senate there at the local level, and they passed some really draconian gun control measures. And they got the idea there in Virginia that on the county-wide uh, basis, at the county level, they were going to they, declare themselves to be san- Second Amendment sanctuaries. And what that means is that we protect the Second Amendment here in our county. We will not assist federal law enforcement in any uh, enforcement of federal laws or even state laws um, th- that we think are, are unconstitutional. And we here at the county level are going to protect the Second Amendment rights of our citizens and a bunch of sheriffs. In fact, there were something like 95%, 96% of the counties in Virginia declared they were Second Amendment sanctuaries, meaning don't care what the state law is, don't care what the federal law is, we're going to protect your Second Amendment rights here at the county level. And this took off all across the country. In fact, right now, out of what, 92 counties in Indiana, I think something like 50 have declared themselves on some level to be Second Amendment sanctuaries. But we need to talk about what that really means in terms of does that mean that you know that they're they're going to stand at the county line with shotguns and not let ATF agents come into their county? Well, no, right. It just means they're not going to assist federal law enforcement. And in some situations, it really has meant nothing more than they they've passed a resolution 
at the county level that says we support the Second Amendment and we will stand with our citizens and oppose uh, any you know, um, unconstitutional laws uh, that, that that are trying to be enforced here in our county. Now, this may be a total dumb guy question here, but if you have to go out and say you're a Second Amendment um, safe neighborhood right. or whatever, why isn't everyone that way? Doesn't the Constitution right. yeah. literally have a Second Amendment for this very purpose? Well, no, you're exactly right. And, and, and at the end of the day, and that's why it's largely symbolic, because a lot of the resolutions, for instance, or even ordinances that were passed here in Indiana, and I was involved in this. In fact, I, I put out a model um, uh, Second Amendment sanctuary resolution uh, on the 2A Project website that counties could pass, and dozens and dozens of them passed exactly the resolution that, that I drafted and I put out on the website. But at the end of the day, it's largely symbolic for exactly the reason you're talking about, Jason. You mean people will just <laughs> say something for the sake of saying it in politics, yeah. guy? When the hell did that start? Yeah, but, but, but Because when you're talking about Second Amendment sanctuaries, it goes... It, 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 you're right. This sounds spectrum. so stupid, Hammer. It's in the Constitution. Right. <laughs> what are yeah, you talking no, about? Yeah, like, when it comes for immigration, uh, right. at least that's going against the law. You know, yeah. you're breaking the law, but you're safe here. This is literally in the Constitution. (laughs) No, no, you're exactly right. But there's a broad spectrum because there are some places across the country where at the county level, the local sheriff has said, and I was I was somewhat tongue in cheek on this earlier in, in the discussion, but they've actually said if federal agents try to come into our county to enforce, like for instance, an assault weapon ban, we will stand on the county line and we will arrest them. Um, you know, in our view, for for violating our law here at the county level, because we're a Second Amendment sanctuary, and and others have just passed a resolution that basically says, "Hey, we all support the Constitution," and you know, yah yah team, and that's it. So it, it, they, there's a broad spectrum of, of what we're talking about when we say a Second Amendment sanctuary. But for the most part, most often, what counties have done across the country, and including here in Indiana, is they've said. Uh, we will not assist any law enforcement agency, be it state or federal, that tries to come into our county and enforce what we think is an unconstitutional law. We simply won't support them. We won't assist them. We won't, you know, uh, give them addresses. We won't give them logistical support. Right. You know, that that kind of thing. And 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 so, for, for to a large degree, it's symbolic. And we've seen this time and time again from this current administration. They know some of the things they're doing are not constitutional, whether it's the student loan forgiveness, whether it's other things, they will throw anything against the wall and wait for the courts to say, what are you doing? You can't do that. It violates the Constitution. Well, that's a really important point because, yeah, you've had the Biden administration come out and say, well, yeah, this whole uh, foreclosure uh, moratorium is probably unconstitutional, but we'll see what the courts say. We're going to impose it in the meantime. Right. I don't have a bit of problem that somebody at the local level. The DACA was unconstitutional and, and, and Obama did it anyway. Exactly. Of I mean, you know, so so it, it happens over and over. So I don't have a bit of problem. That's why I, I, I drafted the model resolution that got passed all over Indiana. Um, but at the end of the day, if federal law enforcement officers want to come into Indiana or into any particular county and enforce federal law, you know, absent a, 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 a gun battle between county sheriffs and federal law enforcement agents, which nobody wants uh, to see, see that they're going to enforce federal law as they deem fit. And that's why... I mean, it, it's important. I like the fact that, that these resolutions are being passed. But at the end of the day, it, it doesn't mean a lot beyond symbolism. Uh, you mentioned assault weapons ban. Biden was running, mouth, running yeah, oh, his yeah. mouth over Thanksgiving holiday about, you know, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to ban assault weapons. Does, t- t- even with the Senate, the way it looks now, t- c- could they get that through? No. And, and in fact, in the same interview that you're talking about with Chris Murphy, 
uh, he was asked specifically, uh, Biden's been, you know, been calling for an assault weapon ban. Can you get this done in this Senate? And he, right in the middle of calling for more gun control, in the middle of, you know, being as anti-Second Amendment as he could possibly be, he basically said, no, we don't have the votes in the Senate to get that done. Wow. What if he had two more votes? Because in a couple of months, there's a legitimate chance that the Democrats will have a two-seat advantage in the Senate. Is this going to change anything? Well, it's a great question, Jason, but it's a two-step process because they don't have 60 votes, right? So under current Senate rules, in order to call a bill uh, beyond debate and get a, get a, a vote on the floor, they need to have cloture, quote-unquote, which right. is to end debate and uh, call a bill to a vote, and they don't have anywhere close to 60 votes. But... Well, that's they why get, they'd like to get rid of that filibuster, boy. Right? That's my point. Is it's a two-step process because it, it, it they could first um, amend the filibuster rules, yeah. and end the sixty-vote requirement, and then do what they want to do. Which and there's you know there, there there's there's precedent for that since that's obviously where we were on Supreme Court justices not long ago, uh, and 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 the Democrats went in and suspended those rules as to judicial appointments, and then when the Republicans had the majority, they extended that to Supreme Court nominees, and that's why we can get Supreme Court uh, 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 justices confirmed with a simple majority. So. Your question originally is, if with another couple of votes, could they come up with enough, uh, enough votes to suspend the 60-vote requirement and then pass an assault open ban? Sure. Yes, that could happen. And this is why this Georgia runoff is so important. That's right. Because in the past, you've had you know, the West Virginia Senator Manchin, you've had... Cinema of Arizona almost being the voice of reason to say, hey, we're not just going to pass this ridiculous radical stuff through. But if you have a two seat advantage, now it becomes a tie, even if they hold out and the tie goes to Kamala and she has yet to oh. meet a bad idea she hasn't loved. Right. No, that's that's exactly right. Now, that's why that that uh, the next seat or two could make a huge difference. Guy Relford with us. It's Monday Gun Day here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Uh, there's a story, I believe it was on Breitbart's website earlier today, that the number of Americans carrying guns on the daily is up to at least 6 million. Yeah. Now, you see that headline, and Breitbart, usually a pretty you know, conservative-friendly yeah. outlet, but the folks on the other side, the political left or the anti-gun folks, are going to say, oh, my God, six million people. We could get shot at any given time, at any given place. Well, I think it, like, jumped from 2016 to 2019, a significant uh, number. Yeah. It doubled in, in that very short time frame. And that's probably underreported because how many people who carry a gun every day are necessarily going to tell you? Right. right? Um, but, but to the extent that's coming from you know statistics on who has a license to carry and that type thing, which again, 25 states out of the 50 states in the United States today are constitutional carry states, including Indiana, where you don't need a license to carry a handgun. So who's tracking those people who are carrying without a license? But but at the end of the day, you know people, you know the 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 people who want to wave their hands and and say the sky is falling and oh my God we can get shot at any time, you know what they really ought to think about? They ought to think about the Greenwood Park Mall on July seventeenth of this year, right? Because one person, you know Eli Dickin, who I'm proud to say is my client, decided that he was going to carry a gun that day, as he does every day legally, and because he was carrying a gun that day. 
dozens and dozens and dozens of lives were saved in the Green Water Park Mall. Right. See, that's what they don't want to talk about. And yeah. this was the bed that they made with the Summer of Love. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people who were never gun people oh, yeah. that went out and decided oh. to get something to protect themselves when they saw stores being looted and police officers not really being allowed to do their jobs to protect people. Oh, brother, I talk to those people every day because I have a training company. And every single day, I'm getting a dozen emails saying, I never thought I'd be a gun owner, but I've, after seeing oh, everything wow. that's going on, you guys, as I was driving down here, I, you're reporting on the crime statistics this year here in Marion County. How many people listen to those numbers where we are the third largest already and we with a month to go in terms of number of murders in Marion County? And, and how many people are going to say, you know, I just assume not be one of those statistics. Yeah. I think I want the wherewithal, the capacity, uh, and, 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 and the training to defend my life and my family's life. A lot of people are going to make that decision just from hearing the numbers you guys were putting out earlier today. And and, and and I hear from those people literally dozens and dozens of times every week. Anybody that has questions, where can they go? RelfordLaw.com is the best place to get a hold of me, RelfordLaw.com. Watching the game tonight, got everything ready to go? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm still in, in the leftover mode, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be doing some uh, pumpkin pie and, uh, and oh, tur- yeah. turkey sandwiches. But, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm excited about this game. I, I think we, we can right the ship a little bit uh, against Pittsburgh and get some things done. Guy, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. It's a hammer. And- Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.